Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 88 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared Now on Mondays. Congratulations, everyone. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi. And as always, I am joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome. Hello. Hello. We are Hello. here to make your Mondays brighter. <laughs> yes. For everyone, and for everyone watching, we have a nice new shiny setup. Uh, makes us look way more like we know what we're, we're doing, it uh, is, which is which is really nice. It is almost like we are committing to doing a weekly Twitch broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I just got or the notification ju- on my phone that we're live, so... There we go. Perfect. Come on, uh, so, notifications. So yes, the uh, the the podcast schedule on comicbook.com is growing a little bit, and so we had to kind of reshuffle some things. And so now uh, the Pokemon podcast will be uh, available on Mondays, same time, uh, twelve Eastern uh, uh, and nine AM Pacific. Uh, and then our Comic Book Nation show, which used to be on Fridays, is now on Wednesday. And then if you're a big big Marvel geek. Uh, Friday, we launch Phase Zero, hosted by Brandon Davis, which will be our our show all about uh, Marvel and you know comics, movies, TV, all that fun stuff. So, a lot of fun stuff happening uh, for the rest of the, the comic book team. But that's not why you're here, because you are here to talk about Pokemon. That's why we're here, because we love this stuff. Oh, is that and what we're here for? And it's and it's funny because last week, admittedly, bit of a light week. The time in between last week's episode and today ton of stuff so i am excited for today's show uh and you know so but if you're new just got a quick heads up there you know we do a lot of news and stuff in the first half then we take a little bit of break then we do a deep dive discussion and then we get a pokemon fact of the week and then we get on out of here uh so i'll we'll jump right into it but i i want to i'm putting this thing to the top of the list because i've been dying to talk about it well, I guess it what happened over the weekend. Uh, Bandai, uh, uh, Premium Bandai launched a <laughs> the most in, one of the most interesting Pokemon products I've seen in a while, uh, and that is a giant Gengar bed plush. I, I, I don't. How, how are they classifying this thing? I mean, it's almost like kind of like a weird futon bed, like, like a or nap sleeping, pad. or like a sleep. Yeah, like basically what you had in kindergarten when you had like <laughs> nap time. Like, and I'm going to be totally honest. If I was able to purchase this and I had a child of the age, that would be my child's nap bag for school. Uh, That's it. That was happening. I 100 percent want to like get find this and and give it to my kid and let her bring it to school because it is absolutely fantastic. okay so if you haven't seen it it's basically it looks like 
for all intents and purposes, like Gigantamax Gengar, right? Where it's like it's 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 open giant mouth. Where in this case, it is not a portal to hell. We don't know that. We don't know. Can't say that. It might be. But okay. So and and uh, Megan, you could probably correct me if I'm wrong here. But I like Japan has more of a nap culture than than we do, right? And so yes. Uh, and so this is, so it's, it's kind of like, it's like a nap pod for all this bird. So you, you can put mm-hmm. your head inside the Gengar's mouth that would, you know, theoretically block out any light or whatever. Uh, and then its tongue rolls out to presumably be a pad of some sort. It looks really uncomfortable to sleep on. I, I'm, I'm not totally sure, but in any, in any chance, it is one of the coolest things I've, I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. My favorite thing about this I mean, one, it's just amazing. Premium Bandai has really come out strong in the last 365 days with its Pokemon products. I mean, between the the Cocoon Pokemon sleeping bag and this like sleeping nap pad, I'm really into this. And I'm part of me wonders if this is just some weird lead up to Pokemon sleep because we've not heard about it in so long. <laughs> but the other thing is this is just one of many types of these nap like hoods that they've put out in japan mm-hmm. premium bandai about a year or two ago put out a kirby one that like you oh, put your head right. into kirby's mouth and i bought that on the resale market after because you couldn't get them ordered in america unfortunately and the same goes with gengar this is available in japan only so if you're in the united states and you want this you're going to have to rely on aftermarket pricing which is going to be interesting to say the least so i waited and i got one and my cats used it as a bed so when this Gengar inevitably hits eBay at some point, yes, I will 900% be owning this. I I just want to know how they settled on Gengar as the 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 Pokemon that you, you know, insert your head into. Um that's I mean I that, like that's that's my name. is a dream eater. But, you know, like oh, you know, you have up. if you have Lickitung, you have lots uh, of Pokemon with big big mouths that you could you know well but i mean but like but it's the thing like take into account like everything that they we've seen like they've kind of done with gengar to kind of show like you know how big he can get just from even from the gigantamax version to mm-hmm. um some of the weird some of the weird stuff we've seen in the anime i feel like gengar of of pokemon makes a lot of sense yeah, i mean now, i'm not just saying that because i because i love gengar but like i mean it makes I, sense i, I, I mean, mean i, I don't know I'm not. I'm not complaining about this choice. I mean, it's certainly less random than the freaking Metapod sleeping <laughs> bag. I mean, at least oh, this one. So I uh, at least with this one, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is merchandise that you know I I enjoyed looking at." Like the Metapod one, I think there there was a novelty because there was just like, "What is even happening?" You know, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of that was. Um, the same thing. Somebody, somebody in our Twitch asked, uh, "Why are all the Pokemon sleeping bags weird? Can't they make a normal one?" They do make normal ones. We just don't talk about them. I, was right, about to say, uh, I mean, the next, the next thing we have to do is decide which Pokemon is going to be next in the line. I'm pitching an official Jigglypuff one, and you put your head into Jigglypuff's mouth, and there's like built-in like soft speakers and it plays the jigglypuff lullaby that that's my favorite. Oh, that's uh, uh, that's not a that, bad one that i mean obviously 
obviously it's going to be a lick-a-tongue. I just want a big lick-a-tongue where you roll it out, you know, roll out the tongue. It's twice the length of Gengar's. No, here's uh, he, here's what you can do with lick-a-tongue, right? Like, I don't know if you've been to, um, like, if you, well, obviously no one's been on an airplane recently, but, like, they have those things that, like, I've seen where you kind of, like, wrap your head, but also kind of works as a neck pillow. You put, like, yeah. a, a, a lick-a-tongue kind of neck pillow that, like, sits on your shoulder, but then you use the tongue to wrap wrap around your your eyes basically to conceal the darkness and you know and for your ears that could you imagine like just like coming onto a plane and like seeing that that would be that terrifying. would be terrifying i'd be like oh my god it's like amazing. a face hugger be like a face hugger but pokemon edition i, I am it. just i'm just very proud of us we've gotten through this entire conversation without making any sort of untoward comment. Good uh, job, guys. Good job. Didn't, didn't even cross I, my mind. I, I'm proud of this entire podcast team. Oh. All right. Here we go. Uh, a a furret uh, neck pillow, Huckleberry Furret. Oh, I think that's, uh, yeah. that's a, a good one. Uh, I Excellent like that, that option. Uh, all right. So that's, you know, enough on the, you know, weird, weird Pokemon stuff. That, I mean, it, I, my Twitter feed was just lit up with people posting pictures of the crazy Gengar thing. And it was mm-hmm. just incredible. Speaking of Twitter, if you uh, haven't played Pokemon Red in a while and can't get your hands on the game or don't want to do a you know, emulator of some sort uh, and kind of like the Twitch plays aspect uh, to Pokemon games, you can now play Pokemon Red on Twitter. Kind of. Kind of. So this <laughs> yeah. is, this is one of those um this this is very similar to Twitch Plays Pokemon or yeah. Fish Plays Pokemon or any of the various uh gimmick Pokemon playthroughs. How this works is a uh a game designer actually set up a, a auto uh script. I don't know exactly what you would define this as, but if you comment on one of his tweets with one of the basic commands every 15 seconds it updates it and you you know whatever gets the most you know comments so you know up down left right start select a b um it then goes and you know inputs that into a uh, pokemon emulator which mm-hmm. then automatically updates on his twitter profile so it's it's really interesting i was really impressed by just the um the ingenuity shown here, like, you know, it, it always, the, the, the real question is, 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 is Twitter better than a goldfish or whatever the beta fish was at playing Pokemon? Well, yeah. I mean, the fish discovered a weird <laughs> thing that no one had ever discovered before. It's so true. maybe we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> impressed. I don't understand anything about scripts or coding or anything. I have no idea. And I will not pretend to know, but this just seems like weird magic to me and i'm so into it so i love it yeah i think for me too is like because it's on twitter and it's not really a thing that you know you can kind of like watch and like because like i i will not lie like there'll be times where like i will see a you know twitch plays pokemon kind of thing and i'll like i'll watch it for maybe five minutes just to see i mean because i don't know if you've ever seen any of those it is madness like it is just insane like the commands are just scrolling by and it's like you know dudes walking it you know someone's walking in circles or going up and down or or like you know there are a lot of people who like to like be smart and like press the start button and so then you're you're stuck in a menu loop for you know 10 minutes until you know someone can get out i i wonder if the novelty of of it being on twitter wears out and then it just like 
stops. I hope not. Like I, I would love to have a headline in a in a month from now being like, you know, Twitter beat Pokemon, Pokemon Red. My my issue with it is it's hard to follow. So, you know, it, it updates every 15 seconds, but you can't really get a sense. Like, you know, one one of the things I don't you think know, we said what the Twitter account was. Did, did um you... give me give me a second. I I honestly forgot. Uh, <laughs> it's monday the browns yeah. finally won a playoff game so christian is not operating at 100 percent here um give me one second twitter 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 i know it's somewhere because i wrote about it screen screen shakes there it is, what it is. Mm-hmm. where the heck did i put it i i got nothing um so yeah anyways um that is um yeah, Screen Shakes is his name. And, you know, he's he's an actual game designer, too. Yep. So, you know, that's why I thought it was interesting. But, you know, he said that he was figuring out a way to archive the previous screenshots because when Twitch Plays Pokemon, the very first one, happened, you know, the, the shared experience of that and watching basically the internet brute force crowdsource their way to a Pokemon victory yeah. um, was fascinating and also you got really connected to the pokemon that survived that just awful purge uh because you know (laughs) because the thing was you know uh people pokemon would frequently get released um so good pokemon like you know like the starter pokemon got released and it was just like um it was pretty amazing and awful to watch it was very nerve-wracking um (laughs) Yes. Uh, but, you know, uh, with all of that, you know, keeping all of that in mind, you know, once they figure out that nuance to it so you can see the progression, I think it, it'll turn out to be really fun. I, I do like that it is kind of condensed and optimized so that, you know, a coordinated group could quickly make their way through the game as opposed to relying on just madness and randomness and chaos in order to get through a game. Yeah. Now, the real question is, what will be next? Will Instagram take on Pokemon? TikTok? <laughs> like, well, I'm just curious, which social media platform, like, as a crowdsourcing means, is going to take on Pokemon next? Twitch? Twitter? Now what? Uh, well, I... <laughs> I was going to make a top four nope, reference. No, 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 no. Let's move to the Pokemon Go section of the show. Yes. Uh, a bunch of stuff on the Pokemon Go front, including it may have reportedly made a bunch of money last year, which I don't think surprised anybody. Here's, but here's my shocked face. Close to $2 billion. Yeah. B- billion with a B. This this was the year that Pokemon Go really figured out how to monetize. Yep. <laughs> I mean, boy did they. You know, well, the, the, the fan base, you know, all fan bases naturally, all game player bases naturally shrink over time. Um, you know, Pokemon Go has done a decent job of kind of mitigating some of that turnover with stuff to bring in new players. Um, but, you know, I really think that, you know, they... I really think they discovered because Niantic for years, they're big things like, Oh, we're, we're all about live events. We, we do yeah. these in-person events. And that's a tradition that started back with Niantic and, um, or not with Niantic, uh, ingress. Um, and, uh, you know, cause they, they used to do these like live ingress events, which were really cool. And 
you know, but I, I really think that with COVID kind of shutting that avenue down, turning to the, you know, doing the Pokemon Go, um, I, I can't remember what the, the their annual event is. Um, uh, yeah, Pokemon Go Fest, doing that, um, doing that, you know, worldwide with ticketed, you know, doing that ticketed just, I mean, that was a game changer. I mean, yeah. I know tons of people who came back specifically just to play that yeah. and did the event like for the whole weekend. And once I, I think they realized, oh my God, how much money have we been leaving on the table? <laughs> because, yeah. you know, like, you know, Pokemon Go Fest and I've attended Pokemon Go Fest before. Um, you know, they invited me out in year two to show how they didn't screw it up. Um, and it, it's fun. It's, it's a fun event. It's a little bit intense and, you know, um, it always felt like there were more people there, like tr trying to get food there was just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and instead I just, just cut out early and went back to the airport and ate at the airport. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this is cool for like the the five or six thousand of us who attend. You know, like I, I don't know what their attendance numbers were, yeah. but, you know, uh, it's it's a mere fraction of the actual player base and doing these worldwide ticketed events. And, you know, they did Pokemon Go Fest. They're doing, you know, uh, Pokemon Go Tour. I'm assuming there will be more Pokemon Go Tour stuff. Yeah. Um, like, and I'm not saying they're not going to do stuff like, you know, Pokemon Go Fest will probably return to a live event at some point, mm -hmm. but, you know, realizing that it, you know, shockingly when people don't have to pay hundreds of dollars to fly out to a city mm -hmm. and do a thing, more people will go and pay money well, for that. I mean, I mean, look, it makes total sense because you know, look, everyone was, you know, everyone was at home. Right. Like it's just like how they were able to make the game engaging during a time where people couldn't do something that was inherent to the original idea of the game of being out and about and and all that is. Um, I mean, it is, is quite genius in a bit. And I'm, I'm kind of glad they did, you know, that they figured it out because I know, like I said, like that's been kind of the, the story for me this year. Like I've gotten really excited to to play again and uh not that you know i didn't have to go out and about but like you know i've been able to enjoy what the game has to offer from the comfort of my home or you know in the limited places where i'm going um for it not to you know not to be a big deal well and i think i just think that you know because because niantic has kind of played that fomo game you know the fear of missing out uh, with GoFests and stuff. And it, the the problem is every year it has been a disaster. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because you miss out. Like, I, I the gang tickets has always been a bear. Um, no matter what event, like Safari Zones in Europe, tickets sell out within like 30 minutes. You know, uh, Safari Zones here in the United States, they sell out in like 10. You know, GoFest sells out in two minutes. And then no one has internet, so you can't even, you know, play it. Um, and so this is just, it just makes more sense. Um. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I'm 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 not shocked that Pokemon Go, uh, um, is uh you know made a lot of money and they will probably yeah. continue to make a lot more money and just wait until they release their Catan, uh, game because boy, that's just gonna rake in the dollars there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's we had to take a, a quick break to pay for the show and then we'll uh, we'll then we'll come back. Mm -hmm. 
Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, perfect. That's just enough pause. Uh, <laughs> I know. I apologize, Twitch viewers. I'm sorry. Um, but we have to do these things to pay for the show. Anyway, we talked last week about the Gucci thing. Uh, the Gucci, the Gucci Pokemon thing? Go. <laughs> the Gucci Pokemon Go North Face clothes stuff. So I admittedly missed this one, so I'm curious to see what uh, what this is all about. Oh, the poke, uh, the Gucci Times North Face. Yes. Um, so how this whole thing works is um, originally how this was set up is there's a current collaboration between Gucci and North Face, um, which you can take a look at what they are online. I we talked about last week. I have no no fashion connections whatsoever so it's like it's like oh look at these items um so as yeah. part of this if you went to one of a hundred gucci pop-up locations um you could go and get the stuff um yeah. and they i think a bunch of people myself included was like oh cool so if you want to go into a, a mall during a global pandemic you know to get these free items so they released a code yeah. They they released a free code. Uh, it it's it was needed. I picked up the items. It's free. You you just go and is it still you, available? Yeah, it's still available. What's the code? It's like a bunch of random letters and numbers. Oh, that's true. All right, so head on over to comicbook.com where we have the codes for you. Since it is a bunch, oh, it is a bunch of random letters and numbers. So yeah, yeah it's, it's like a weird. It's, it's definitely not an easy one. It's like GXSD five CJ. Five yeah. five six NHG. That's it. Like, like, come like when on. you get your your first Wi-Fi router and the password is insane before you change yeah. it. That, <laughs> right. That's basically what the password looks like. It's it. And you have to like get a magnifying glass because it's only on the bottom of the router and very or the smallest font of uh, everything else. So yep. good lord. Uh, well, anyway, so if you want some of that some of that apparel, uh, head on over uh, to Comic Book. Uh, you'll you can find the code there. Uh, or, you know, rewind 10 seconds, slow it down, and write it down. Because um, mm -hmm. I did say the right code. I didn't just put out random letters. Uh, all right. Last thing on the Pokemon Go front, we have a Sinnoh celebration event. Yes. Celebrations. Uh, we've just described what the event is. It celebrates yeah. the Sinnoh <laughs> region. Uh, shiny Buzel, uh will be the featured shiny Pokemon uh, and Heat Ran. For whatever reason, will be the featured legendary Pokemon. Neantic, Neantic, whatever. But they really love Buzel. Like I don't like I've. Buzel's a popular Pokemon. 
Is it? Yeah, it was one of Ash's like featured Pokemon during the Sinnoh region. All right, chat. Let me chat on a scale of one to ten. I need to know uh, how you feel about Buzil, because for me, it's like a five. I mean, it's it's one of the Gen Four more marketable Pokemon. They've they've always, you know, Pokemon has always done Buzil stuff. Um, you know, like I said, it was one of Ash's like best Pokemon um, during that. A lot, of, and, uh, lot of, lot of sevens. Sevens coming oh, in. Oh, oh, oh HG Walker, five. Thank you. Uh, I am. Uh, it is. It is pretty unique. I like. I'll give it that. I just. Okay. I have. I'm. I'm there with you. My rating personally is like a three. Possibly. I. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll tell you. Like you know. I. I don't have any strong connection to the Pokemon. I'm just saying. Like it's always <laughs> been one of the Pokemon that they use. It's. I mean, it's no Lucario. Um, but you know, it, uh, then again, you know, Pokemon go seems very, um, intent on not making sure that none of its players have Lucario. Um, <laughs> don't even, uh, don't even get me. I think they're yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> let's jump to let's jump to the let's jump to the anime news. And so, uh, obviously, oh, yeah. uh, some spoilers uh, on the anime front because obviously it is airing in Japan. We're getting you know promos and stuff like that. So if you are only watching on Netflix, uh, maybe come back in like ten minutes and then uh, then it should be should be safe. But anyway, um, I'm gonna start. With, should we start with the the big like the big return? Well, I, yeah. I, I the big I, return. I, yeah, we should start with that. Yeah, let's let's look yeah. with that. I mean, Gary Oak is back, baby. Yeah. Well, not quite, but he's on his way. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Pokemon Journeys came back finally in Japan. Uh, it was on a like a month long hiatus at the end of 2020 because I think it was just done with the year. I think it was just <laughs> done. So I understand that. So now it's back, fresh fresh year, new start. Uh, released a new opening, has a bunch of nice new artwork in it. And in the opening for anime, as we've discussed in this podcast, the openings contain scenes and clips of things that are to come in the mm. future episodes of an arc. Uh, and so we got a nice little picture of Gary, which we haven't seen him in a hot minute. <laughs> so been over a, I believe it was 2010. Yeah. 2010 or 2012. It was at the end of uh the Pokemon Diamond Pearl series. Yeah. Um, it's good, been about good a on the Pokemon company for showing restraint. Like uh, this is the thing. Like I feel like, but like, I don't know. For me, and I would imagine for other, you know, you know, just diehard old school fans or or whatever, like that's this feels like a nice, like a nice return. Like, you know, like, like I'm trying to come up with like a, a wrestling equivalent and I just can't because now everyone shows up literally yeah, all the time. Literally it, all the time. It, it would be like, it was like when Brent Michaels like had to like retire for like five years in the middle Brent of Brent Michaels? You mean Shawn Michaels? Yeah, Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry. I, Monday. It is Monday. <laughs> you made me do this podcast on a yeah. Monday. Or, or I would say, or like, uh, there was that. I remember the the John Cena Royal Rumble return. This is this oh, kind of what that feels yeah. like. Yeah. Right. Like where I blank out on everything because I don't know. <laughs> they can just like, whoosh. but I do like what Huckleberry Flynn said, where he says he wants a parody of Cobra Kai, but about Gary Oak. That is something I can relate to personally, I, and I would like it. One hundred. Having just finished season three, I am all about a a Cobra Kai Cobra Kai style show with Ash and Gary. Uh, I just, but like, but like, who is their crease? Like, I don't know who their who their crease ends up being. Uh, um, the, the 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 dude with the stupid dark ray. 
from you know so in oh. the because uh, that guy was a, a snot. Um, <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, uh, but yeah, like no, like, the, here's the thing with Gary is that you know he he antagonized Ash right up to the point where he realized that Ash was a better trainer. Um, because yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, like, you know, he lost that, like, obnoxious edge at the end of the Indigo League, and then when Ash, like, straight up beat him with his Charizard against the Blastoise, one of those just, it's like you you watch that battle, and it was a really cool moment, and, you know, of course it was going to be Ash's Charizard versus, you know, the Blastoise, but at the same time, you're like, really? This is this is how this is going down, eh? Um, and, and, you know, but since ever since then, you know, Ash and Gary have mostly been friends. I do think that, you know, uh, since Pokemon Journeys does actually really pay attention to continuity more than probably any anime series, Pokemon anime series, Mm -hmm. you know, has, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Gary reacts to Ash basically entering his field because you know gary quit being a pokemon trainer to become a pokemon researcher and mm-hmm. now ash is technically doing a research you know is a research fellow mm-hmm. I, he doesn't do very much research <laughs> no. um, but so in this case depending on what gary's been up to gary might actually be the better one of the two in this particular field and gary can finally be the best of them which i guess would be nice because Ash really hasn't done much of anything. <laughs> Except he has run into some, quite a few legendary or like mythical Pokemon or like yeah. top tier Pokemon during his position as a fellow. Uh, Gary's yeah. probably run into I like, mean, like Arbok or something. I mean, in, in, but I mean, to your point with Ash, right? And that leads into our next thing. I, we were all wondering how uh, the anime was going to uh, approach the fossil creatures of, of <laughs> Galar. And sure enough, we got to see a Dracofish. Yeah. It was well, great. The, it was the, disturbing. But the great. harbinger of ghost destruction has finally arrived. I was about to say, you know, uh, Dracofish is a biter. He likes to bite heads. And, you know, I think that one of these times Ghost is going to get a little bit too obnoxious and it's just going to be a chomp chomp. And Yeah. I'm really wow. excited to see how Jackfish combines with Ash's current lineup and journeys because he has an insanely good team at this point. I mean, Ash has really gotten some top tier Pokemon um, so far. So I'm very excited to see how this and, and- pans out uh, with his, with his whole shtick right now. Cause we don't really know necessarily what his ultimate goal is right now. This anime hasn't been clear. He's just kind of like, Living his best life, which I'm a fan of. I mean, obviously he wants to like defeat Leon, but as you know. do we all. Um, I mean, yes, I I watched another. So my, my son and I we've been making our way through uh, Pokemon Journeys episodes, and we watched the Leon versus Rayshon uh, match, and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I I hate this guy. I really <laughs> just hate this guy. He is just the worst. It's just like I was like watching it. I was just like, it's like Leon. Oh, like just oh, it was awful. Um, but yeah, no, like he. Well, they they they've established you. He, he wants to make the master. You know, the the master tier or whatever the translation is, the master master league or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. But He's you know. I, I do not understand, though, like, you know, 
he's he's going to have to pick up some like big wins coming up here because he is just moving the the ranking system. He's just moving along a snail space right now, um, because he's only in like what the eight hundreds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like they, um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But Dracovish, Dracovish is a solid Pokemon. I'm glad that Ash finally, you know, I, I'm curious to see like if Ash is going to continue to like, you know, if now we're going to see the transition to Ash getting just more Galar Pokemon, or if we're going to start seeing more, um, you know, Pokemon from other regions pop up. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, we already have several, you know, episode titles and synopses coming forward into February. And we know as February comes in towards the end of January, I mean, we're having Suicune come back. We're having, you know, more Pokemon name brand Pokemon coming out that aren't necessarily attached to Galar, but there's not a region associated. So I'm assuming that we're going to go forward um, into some other regions because there's still plenty that this anime hasn't visited. And even the ones that it has visited, like Alola, I mean, it only spent like one episode there um so there's still plenty for this anime to do that's what i think is most appealing about this series to me so far is i just don't know what it's going to do which is really refreshing to me there's not the same kind of step-by-step beats that you're used to with the other anime seasons up to this point Mm -hmm. um and i mean we know i mean we didn't mention this when we were talking about gary but we do know that iris is coming back as well as she was shown in the um the opening as well. So we're going to get some nice homages back to black and white. And the opening also shows that uh, Chloe or Koharu in the uh, Pokemon journey series, she's kind of been like the odd woman out of the kind of go and ash uh, combo. It seems like she's going to start playing a more substantial role as like a third companion for real, which is going to be interesting to see. So lots of, lots of good things coming, which I'm excited about. The the only thing that I I and also you know we're finally uh, Wickstrom from the um, uh, Kalos Elite Four is you know going to he seems to be a major part you know it looks like he's going to be introduced as a new rival or something like that you know because he's only made a cameo appearance in the anime up to this point so this will mm-hmm. that that'll be pretty cool to see I will say this though. Uh, I'm oh, gonna. Uh, I'm. Oh, I'm. Here we go. Yeah, it's. Here it's we go. time. It's time. Here comes that we a hot have take train. Choo choo. On comicbook.com, an article was written about mm-hmm. Iris that referred yes. to her mm-hmm. as a fan favorite companion, and I'm sorry, but that is the most inaccurate description. Uh, Megan, of go. Iris. Go, nope. Megan, go. Considering I mean, that I'm the person who approved that headline and created that headline, <laughs> I fundamentally disagree with you. No, no one likes Iris. No Iris one likes her. Great. No I one likes her. She is. She is literally the worst. She's like, oh, Ash. Even though I'm two years younger than you, you're such a kid. Oh, Ash. Like it was. It was that entire series was a, a, a total, complete regression. Like you know, it, it was. It is objectively the worst of the Pokemon series. And she oh, is objectively of the Yo, they had to, right. they had to go and literally break, literally break continuity and never reference, you know, uh, you know, when they went to Pokemon X and Y, they're like, oh yeah, we don't we don't know anything about what Ash has done before this. Okay. Uh, I would just look, like to say that every one of the uh, comments there's right a whole now bunch <laughs> whole bunch of iris support iris support in the chat christian this is that is uh 
ahead, continuity Megan. continuity what they're coming back to iris so clearly the continuity is there they are coming back to iris in pokemon journeys which is objectively one of the better series that franchise has put out in the anime so far i understand that iris was a frustrating character because she's supposed to be she's like a little kid it's too frustrating i mean you have kids you know how they can just like get under your nerves i mean it's fundamentally a story about kids and yes she did annoy me at first but iris and the progression she makes towards the end of black and white is a really satisfying thing to see also her like I just, I just like her optimism and her gumption. She wants to be a dragon master and she's going to get there. I'm excited to see where she's gone since black and white. Cause we haven't seen her in a while. Like you've said, <laughs> doesn't mean it's because she's awful. It means because she's been off doing her own best life. She's been living her best life. She's been doing her best work. We I'm ready to that. see Iris come back with Dragonite and have <laughs> a nice little match with Ash and they'll have a nice little moment and you can hate on Iris as much as you do Leon, but you're wrong. I mean, <laughs> that's all I have to say. No, here's, here's, what's, here's what's going to end up happening. There's going to be a Leon Iris, like a, you know, alliance. And it's going to be like a, a <laughs> convergence of awful. Uh, and, and you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, Iris, I, I will say this about Iris. You know, Iris goes through a lot more growth than literally any other of Ash's companions because Correct. she had to. She she literally had to. Otherwise, they... And, and, and part of the reason why I don't like Iris in the Pokemon anime, let's, let's be clear here. Um, you know, Iris is an amazing character in the Pokemon games. She is the champion of the Innova region. And to mm -hmm. see her get reduced to that, you know, it, it was, it, it's kind of insulting. It is like, here is, here is a, a you know, a, a, a Pokemon trainer who has literally risen to be the best. Yeah. And, you know, we could have gotten that arc, you know, in the Pokemon anime. Instead, we got the, oh, she got less obnoxious. Congratulations. She, she be, you know, she matured a bit. And it, it was, it was just a disservice. It was, it was just a disservice to, to, you know, the, the Pokemon Black and White games, which are fantastic games. And quite frankly, I think that the Pokemon Black and White, the, the best wishes series, other than like the end stuff, because that was a pretty good arc. But, you know, it was just, it was not a great, it was a low point <laughs> oh, for the Pokemon oh. series. I, all I know if is this we'll is, have to agree to disagree on this. Subject. There it is. There <laughs> it is. You both have you both have your opinions, and that is a okay. I do yes. want to point out though, because uh, Barnwan ninety three did mention it in in the chat earlier that Ash's team is super weak to fairy types, and that like mm -hmm. if he were to go up against uh, Galar's Opal, he'd probably uh, not fare too well. And I would, and personally, I, personally, I would love to see that because Opal is one of my favorite characters from Sword and Shield. So, oh yeah, Opal's yeah. facial expressions <laughs> deserve a museum gallery. Yeah. So yeah, very excited. Uh, uh, all right, well, that was a lively discussion uh, about the anime. A lot of things come. Look, here's the thing: we've been saying it all along. Journeys has been a a lot a lot of fun. I have not watched the Alola episode yet, and I also have not finished Sun and Moon, but. Uh, what happens to all the ultra beasts? Are they like done? Do they just stop appearing at the end of that? And that's what we just assume, or yeah. could we get ultra beasts in journeys? Uh, I mean, it's possible that we could get ultra beasts in yeah. journeys. I mean, I mean anything's like, possible. Yeah, there's not like a decisive conclusion on what happens to any of the ultra yeah. beasts or, or their methodology of coming into the world. They're just kind of left hanging. So it's very. Very possible that we. I just want to. I just want to see Buzzwole again. 
I I I agree with that. Buzzful Buzzful <laughs> is the best. I mean, I'm all right. Sure. Let's move to. Let's move to the Pokemon fact of the week, and then we can get out of here. Uh, it's a it's a kind of we're we're to Tauros. There's the the only really interesting thing about Tauros, to be honest, um, in the in the Pokedex entries is that you know their their temperaments seem to be tied to the region and to the weather. So like the Alola Tauruses are like really chill, um, but the Galar Tauruses are just like awful apparently. Like, you know, they're the they, and they they specifically call out like the region. So it's like one of those like really interesting things where um, and and part of this is uh, it's tied to the Pokedex entries themselves. Like the one of the evolutions of the Pokedex entries is in the sun and moon and then in sword and shield. They have really tried to like flavor up the regions using the Pokedex entries in a way that you didn't see before. Um, you know, that, that is a relatively recent development, but, you know, they specifically note, um, that, you know, the, the Alola Tauruses are much chiller than uh, elsewhere and the Galar, uh, Tauruses are much worse than elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to know. I mean, just, liberal... just think of where they're living, right? I mean, it makes total sense. I mean, and this is true. I would just like to note that the enrolled entry for Tauruses says that if there's nothing around for them to fight. They just get angry and they just start charging at trees and they won't stop until all the trees have been knocked over because it makes them calm. And like this Pokemon has serious anger issues. Serious anger issues. Like serious ones. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I actually kind of love that quite a bit. That's really good. I can uh, just like see right. it in my mind. So I love it. Well, there you go. There is your Pokemon fact of the week to help make you a better, smarter Pokemon fan. Congratulations. There are, uh, we do those at the end of every episode. So there are 87 of them that you can go back and check out. Because if this is your first one, you definitely should check back uh, at some of our older episodes. I know there are definitely some fans who have done that and we appreciate them very much. You can find episodes of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared wherever podcasts can be found. Apple, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc. cetera. All, all that stuff is where it is. Uh, we have recently like we said at the top of the show, have started doing this show live. So if you want to not wait for the recorded uh, episode and have some spare time on a Monday morning, if you're uh, in the US, uh, noon Eastern is when we go live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. That's at 9 a.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. in the UK uh, or 5 p.m. in uh, over in England if you are overseas and like to uh, catch us there. So, so yeah, like I said, the, the best way to support this show is to tell friends about it. So if you're part of a Pokemon go Facebook group, or uh, you participate in some smaller groups on Reddit or whatever, and you know, you're or on discord, um, tell your friends, just send them a link to uh, your platform of choice on the show, or you can send them to our Twitch page. The more people who get involved in the show, the more we get to do this. So, uh, so please do this. <laughs> and, um, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at PokemonPodCB is the one for the show. I'm at Jim Viscardi. I'm on Twitter at MegapeterCB. And I am at SeahofferCBus. So just a reminder, this show is now on Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. So get your week started with some Pokemon Go. is the best way to start a week, honestly. And, uh, mm-hmm. and new go. episodes will appear because there was a question on this in the chat. New episodes yes. will appear on Tuesday 
on our podcast feeds yeah, now. Correct? Tuesday at the latest. They, they, yeah, they may they may end up showing up later in the day on Monday. Uh, so I think we're still kind of figuring out what that looks like. But Monday, Tuesday, you know, with the latest. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you all for uh, for tuning in. Thank you everyone for listening at home. And until next Monday, we'll catch you later.